So what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Re-Entertainment Podcast, episode 2, I'm sorry, 324, I did that before too, 324 for November 14th, 2021, my name is Nathan Reitz. Ruth, joining me this week, we have Andrew Roa McFain. Hey, 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 I just woke up. And Connor, the cyberpunk monk, Bash. So what, our music intro's really outdated. <laughs> I like how none of us play League, none of us use Skype. Um, I forget all the other None ones. of us have fun. None of us have fun. We're all We're adults. We're all fairly quite private people. Yeah. It's, uh, We're it's very good. interested in who's hearing us. We, uh, I, I guess what this is, is this is a call to action to all of our listeners. Please uh, suggest us a new intro. What What would you like to hear? You know, I've I've heard some podcasts... One that I listened to specifically was like, hey, we want intros. And they just had people, they had enough people listening that they just like submitted a ton of songs for like intro themes. And I was like, come on, we can't get that. I, and the answer is no. I wish I had a creative bone in my body. Yeah, me too. What about you, Arode? Do you have a creative bone? Uh, I mean, sometimes. Do you have a creative plagiarism? Hmm. That's because that's, that's what we're that's what we've been using for the last like four years is creative plagiarism. Do we not have the rights to well, that? I, I thought you well, bought the rights well. to that. Okay, so it well, I, it's it's parody, kind of plagiarized. <clears throat> yeah, it's in parody the, in terms of yeah. It's not um, any different than like what Weird Al Yankovic. The notes does. are all wrong, so it's fine. I know it's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, it's, it's it's not great, but yes, I paid one whole dollar for that intro theme, and. If you're listening and you want to submit uh, music, I will pay you a full two dollars to use the oh, song. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, my recorder. Let's let's talk to Aroa. Aroa, what games have you? Pl- oh, actually, uh, where can we find you? That's how we do it. Uh, Aroa website. You can go on there and and see the links and stuff. Uh, didn't. I don't think I did. I play anything different this week. Let me uh, let me check the old. Uh, let's see. Last played. Uh, what was that? What was that oh. game? That's all about hate. Hatred. That's it. Did you play Hatred? Why would I? That game's you like. You mean that game's not about hats? No, Hatred. Like years old. Damn it. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, what games did you end up playing? I have the T-shirt for that game. Do you? Yeah, I got the uh, I got the like super special edition that came with a T-shirt, and I've always been too fat for it. Huh. Yeah. Well, and you he have hangs to... it on his wall like uh, it, like like one of those motivational posters every day. He smacks his hand across it. One day. Yeah, honestly, well, yeah, like like the day that I can fit in that, I am absolutely going to wear that. Like out to the store or something because because it says no life is worth saving yeah <laughs> like the best slogan of anything i've ever seen as you wear your mask and latex gloves 
Uh, <laughs> You're going to wear it to go get vaccinated? <laughs> Aroa has a heart attack and someone's like, does that mean do not resuscitate? <laughs> uh anyway we're gonna move on what game or uh where can we find you that's what i'm asking a, a row dot website and then what games have you played uh so I, t- I i just looked and i remembered i did play uh a new demo for happy's humble burger farm oh good um which is a lot more interesting than I thought it was going to be. I had originally played sort of a, a it, it was a demo more or less, but it was it was like a prototype almost uh, years ago that uh, I found on I think it was Itchio or something. But uh, it's like completely different now. Uh, sort of the the same kind of art style going on, but that's like the only similarity. Uh, you do work in a pseudo McDonald's. But there's also like this underlying theme of like something really fucking weirds going on. Um, like I, I'm pretty sure it's carrying over the whole you're in a simulation thing, but it's doing a lot more with it, and I'm kind of interested to see where they go with that in the full game. It's the it's the only uh, fast food worker simulator I've ever seen that has a boss fight. So. That's uh, pretty cool. Really? Because when uh, I worked, okay. when I worked fast food, I fought with my boss all the time. No, <laughs> <laughs> nice oh, oh, not allowed to legally work in a McDonald's anywhere in the state of Oregon anymore. No, it's Arctic. I used to work for Arctic Circle. Yeah, the hell is Arctic Circle? That. Yeah, that uh, ain't no. That, that must be some Western thing. Uh, it's actually a Utah thing. Uh, Weird. it's. Yeah, so it's mainly in Utah. There are some in Washington, some in Oregon, some in Idaho, but uh, I believe that it was originally founded by, like, Mormons. So, and then... From Utah. Yeah. That uh, part makes sense. That, that, that's actually the only part about all of this that makes sense. <laughs> Mormons are in Utah. Yeah. The rest of it is, is bonkers. So if you, ever, if you ever drive through uh, Utah, you'll see a ton of Arctic circles. And they're actually, uh, I have to say... Uh, even though I, I did work there and I hate the place, uh, they have really good burgers. The good burgers is it, and is it just Dairy Queen but Mormon? Um, no, they have they have different things than Dairy Queen than Dairy Queen does. At one point, they had like the crispy chicken sandwich, which was better than Chick Fil A. Uh, it, which was it was just basically a deep fried chicken breast with between buns and it was delicious i'm I'm gonna make a quick suggestion here just because i know i'm gonna be listening to this sometime when it might be like lunchtime let's not talk about food (laughs) okay uh so thanks me any anything else besides a restaurant simulator um i know that's not the name i'm sorry yeah it doesn't matter uh hey uh i watched squid game finished squid game this week how was that that's a good show is it good show is it worth watching yeah yeah i absolutely absolutely think it's it's worth watching i get it's only nine episodes Mm. but of course they're like an hour each but uh yeah like absolutely peaks at episode six i like like won't deny 
it it doesn't go like downhill after that but like episode six is without a doubt like the the top of of the emotional roller coaster uh so uh yeah you should watch that if you have if you have netflix or you're you're using your mom's netflix like i am see i have netflix and everybody uses mine it's annoying yeah but that's because you're rich so i'm not rich i have slightly more money than i used to yeah you used to have a lot of money anyway I did not used to have a lot of money. I used to be Pope. Um, so rich. <laughs> walking around throwing $100 bills on the ground just to watch the, the poor people scramble. I, I wish I was that rich, but no. <laughs> I'd be like, $100? Uh, <laughs> I meant to throw down a $2 bill. What the heck? Uh, so we're going to move on. We're going to talk to Connor. Connor, where can we find you? You can find me at a road out website in the bottom three links. The one that I want to bring your attention to is Clinton's Core Classics, a Rise of the Rune Lords first addiction, addiction, first edition actual play podcast. Uh, we're so doing great. You'll be addicted. You're, you won't be able to stop listening. Check it out. Uh, and uh, what, what have I been playing this week, you ask? Well, played a yeah. little bit of Space Station 13, and there's a, a tide going on right now, which is the colloquial term for when there's a whole bunch of new players who don't quite get the how not to be ridiculous or, you know, play along. So I'm, I'm staying away from that game for a while. And then uh, what, what what did they remade? They, they remade the Skyrim and I played the living hell out of that since, you know, basically Friday I came home and started playing that, and, you know, maybe I, I don't know how long, I don't want to say how long, but I was level 25 and then I, my I game. I saw you playing it quite a bit. Like I yeah, looked I was, over at your name in Discord, and you were playing Skyrim, and that was that was like it. I was I was binging it, and uh, some of that time I was like cooking dinner while it was just. But it, I, I digress. Uh, and then I had an issue, which it sounds like a lot of people are having this issue, where my game file would just load up to a black screen, and the music would load, and then the process would crash. And uh, I, I tried the save the the last save that I did. I tried my backup save, which. Man, when you do a backup save anyways and it still doesn't work, that really grinds my gears. Uh, yeah. The, the three autosaves didn't work. A quick save that I made did work, but I made it on accident about two hours into my file. So I was like, you know what? Um, I'm giving up. I'm done. Uh, so I gave it a day, started up a new file this morning, and kind of decided I was going to give this one more try. And then my game started crashing. And I decided, okay, uh, Todd, yeah. You know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Put it down. Then I did something that I think a row is going to be very disappointed in me for. Is I picked up the Grand Theft Auto trilogy on the Nintendo Switch. No, no. I know, I know, I, I, I know. Uh, and it's okay. I feel really filthy supporting it. Like it's not a great game, especially considering each one's twenty bucks doesn't play that well it plays okay if you're looking to play grand theft auto 3 at least i haven't played uh vice city or san andreas yet but if you're looking to just play three on your switch it'll work definitely not the greatest version of the game that i've played before but it'll work yeah and, that uh, that was a mistake there's there's some controversy in it too which i, I think we'll bring up a little bit later 
quite a bit later. Everyone's already heard about it. And Um, I I think that's it. I played a little bit of Halo, and that's a miserable time. Oh, I played uh, Pavlov. The Hidden is so much fun. That's been like the only fun game that I've been able to play in the last two weeks or so. Aroa, why haven't you played it with me yet? Uh, are you getting are you busy later? Getting Aroa, uh, yes. Unfortunately, yeah, I am. I know. With that's, I know that's not usually how it goes. Getting Aroa to play games with you is is like pulling teeth. Right, but I'm actually proposing we play a fun game right now. Not the, you know what kind of games I like. I don't like fun games usually. <laughs> that's true. Uh, but but to be fair, you're playing Pavlov, and I did not have fun in that game. Because you're a baby. And I also played a little bit of Animal Crossing, just getting through all of the, basically all of the new content that they made. And it's still boring. Still not enough to do. And it's really weird seeing them have taken such a dramatic step backwards from their previous editions. It doesn't matter how fun walking around an island is if it's full of lifeless puppets. You gonna you gonna pay fifty dollars or whatever to get the uh, you get the Happy Home Academy? Christ add-on? no! Goodness no! <laughs> Heck no! Even even my diehard fan wife is like, yeah, no, I haven't touched the game in five days. There's no way I'm buying that DLC. Well, then you all you have to do is just get the Switch Online Extra plus pack right no oh okay although if you, if you are going to play happy home designer that's probably the best way to do it because otherwise you gotta pay full price for the game and i, I have a weird feeling that game ain't gonna have enough content for a year probably not um is it okay to move on to me i guess all right you can also find me at a, a row.website i am some of the links i'm i would look but when you start it up, you have to press a button, and then it plays really loud music, and I don't want that on my my podcast. <laughs> um, so I'm not going to be doing that right now. But I, you know, you can find me at Reeton everywhere. Uh, I'm Reeton on Twitter, Reeton on Twitch, Reeton on YouTube. Uh, you can also find us. We, we got that Clinton's Core Classics, and we got some some special stuff coming up tomorrow that we've got to yeah. record, uh, which is really exciting. Uh, we won't post. We won't. We'll talk about it next week, but we're not going to talk about it this week on this podcast. No spoilers. So, yeah, no spoilers. Uh, games I played. I played some on Monday. Back for Blood. Uh, game is fun. I wish I had friends that played with me. Because uh, getting randos is is just annoying. Uh, it tried to make Back for Blood happen. It's not going to happen. It's on yeah, Game Pass. I, I already own Left for Dead too. It's on Game Pass. So uh, it was fun. I had fun, uh, except for I went to do... I only had like 20 minutes after I was done with, with some of the campaign missions. And I was like, I can't do a campaign mission with randos in 20 minutes. So I'm just going to do the PvP and see how that goes. And it's awful. And so uh, the team I was on, one of the guys was AFK. For the first round. And uh-huh. so we go through and we lose, clearly, because we're down a man. Uh, and the other team was better than us. So both of those things combined made it so we lost. Uh, but we're like, yeah, whatever. And the randos were nice. Uh, and then the, the the AFK guy came back. And he was like, you're you know, terrible. You guys are retarded. And I'm like, oh, 
I don't think you're supposed to say that. I think we're not allowed to say that word anymore. Uh, and then he kept berating us for being bad at the game when he was AFK. Sure. Uh, and so I was like, dude, stop it. Just, just go back to being AFK and not contributing. You're a very toxic player. Uh, and he was like, that's not a real word. I'm like, what? Toxic is in the dictionary. <laughs> it's a real <laughs> word. <laughs> oh, okay. If, if you want to play this game, all words are made up. It all is now in your court. Yeah. Like if you want to play edge Lord Ascension. Yeah. So I was just like, what the, and so the guy ended up leaving. Uh, and then after after we lost, we're all just like, yeah, we're just going to report him. So I, I hope the guy gets banned. That's what I'm hoping for. But uh, most of the people I've ran into uh, in that game have been cool. As I said last week, uh, we had, uh, what was it, Smoker McDabbin or something that would take bog rips after every single campaign mission. So that was fun. Uh, I also played... On Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I played Pathfinder, Wrath of the Righteous. I like the game. There is one point in the game uh, where I had to kind of restart at a previous save because it got... You're supposed to do this uh, basically raid in a specific order. Otherwise, it's pretty much impossible to do. And so I had to go back and do it in that specific order. And so now I should be good. Uh, again, I have some... Some viewers who are watching, mainly mainly one of our good viewers on my stream, Adam, uh, he does not like that game. Uh, he does not think that it is a good streaming game because of the, the combat system and just how slow and how much dialogue's in it. And uh, to spite him, I'm going to play through the entire game. Uh, <laughs> boy, that's the right attitude. Yes. Yeah. That's, that, that's usually what a good streaming game is, something that you want people to come back with and be invested in. Right? Yeah. Right. Uh, and then also, a game I did not stream, but I, I played it while I was, you know, quote, working. Uh, I played some of that dot .hack uh, fragment, which is the MMORPG that was only released in Japan that I got working on my PlayStation 2 emulator. And not only that, I found out that if you join a server or lobby or something, if somebody else is in there, you automatically group up with them. And so I was like, hey, somebody's in there. And I went there and it was just like, hey, and we started talking. Uh, and so we ended up running a dungeon together. We almost beat the dungeon, but ended up dying at the end. And uh, he followed me on Twitter or uh, Twitch. He followed me on Twitch. So that was fun. And also, I need to learn how to get my keyboard working with the in-game keyboard. Because you guys ever text... Uh, with like old phones where you had to press the button multiple times to get the L. Oh yeah. Yeah. Imagine doing that with a controller. Not no, even a no. Not yeah, even a full. Not even a full keyboard. You you have to cycle through like you would on a numerical keypad. I mean, oh. it was a PlayStation Two. What else are you gonna do? I don't. Yeah, know. I mean, it, it was a full keyboard. It I was guess, Japanese. Is... Yeah. And and it did have English characters, so we could uh, we could type in there. They have Japanese characters, and then you can switch to English characters as well. That's how we communicated. So uh, it was fun. It was fun. I I enjoyed it. You guys should should not get it working because obviously that's not going to happen. But uh, I had fun, even though nobody else would have. Uh, 
Uh, we're going to move on to some stories. Oh, uh, Friday I didn't stream or doing anything because I uh, had to drive about seven hours when I was uh, when I was working because I had to go to another city, actually two other cities, to work on some computers. I had to fix an all-in-one, and I had to try to get a phone working in another city and then drive back. So I came home and was like, I want a nap. And that's what I did. So uh, let's move on, and we'll talk about some stories. Our first story for today uh, is one I actually brought up is, uh, expressly to talk to Aroa about, and that is there's a VR MMO called Zenith that is in production, and they are hiring voice actors. They are hiring voice wow. actors. Why wow. You should, uh, you should apply. Why don't why don't you apply? You're a voice actor, right? So, um, I thought about it. Um, I the only character that would possibly work out for me would have been the shark pirate. Uh, but yeah, like, eh. Because like the the other one, the other one needed to be a fifty to seventy five year old male, and then the you pirate, don't think you could pull that? I don't think that I can I can pull off being fifty to seventy five years old. No, you haven't even tried. Could, yeah, I think you could do it. No, I I, I saw I, you play an old man in an anime once. That it's wasn't true. me. Oh, okay. No, it's not true. That no that. That was what I specifically want to avoid ever having my name on is oh. a character where uh, I'm an old man. Uh, uh, I'm old. Listen to me. Like I, I don't know. No. That's pretty good. Yeah, I think no, you could do not. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I didn't even look. I did not look for the uh, yeah. yeah specific every character ones. but two are female, and. Yeah, the only one I could have done would have been a shark pirate, and like, yeah, I could I could go for that, but. Uh, well, what does your female sound I'm, like? I'm, I'm, hey, I. What? You should do the do the 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 country girl. I don't think any of them are supposed to sound like a poorly passing trans. Person. You can do it. I, you can do it. I believe it. No. No. To, stay tuned it, after the show, after the closing credits for Aroa's Femme Country Roads edition. If you've if you've watched like any of any of the games that I've played with female characters, you know that I'm really bad at sounding like a woman. You are. So, You're not great, but yeah. ah, no. You could try. You could definitely no. try. Uh anyway. No. Uh, so unfortunately, Aroa is not going to be able to do it. But if you're interested in in doing some voice acting, you can click on the link below to be in the VR MMO Zenith, which is probably not going to be great. I've seen Actually, like you can't because auditions ended on November 9th. Oh no, you can't! I lied. You missed your shot. You missed it. You missed all the shots you don't take, Aroa. That's what I got to tell all you. All the shots you're not aware of. I knew a guy who. Uh, Actually, I know a guy who asked out two of his uh, co-workers and both, on the same day. 
and they both were like, nah, I got, I got a boyfriend. And I was like, it's okay, man. You miss all the shots you don't take. And apparently all the ones you do take. Because I'm inspirational. Don't ask out your coworkers. That's awkward yeah. and weird. It really is. And um, then he got served by HR by two individuals <laughs> on two separate cases. There were, yeah, yeah there. That's like, that's against the rules in a lot of organizations for a reason. Like, well, not only don't give a shit about those kind of things, but yeah, normally don't ask out coworkers in a situation like that. Um, and also, I've seen it happen like in front of me at a McDonald's where the guy like <laughs> was asking out the, the cashier and I'm just like, this is, <sighs> I feel awkward because like she can't leave. She can't just walk away. So yeah. don't, don't ever ask out a girl when she's working. That's just, it's awful. And, and, and part of your strategy of asking somebody out is to corner them. You need to rethink your approach. Right. Thank you, Robo Connor. Um, oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, let's move on. We're going to talk about Denuvo. Denuvo, our favorite DRM service. Right? Right, everybody? Not even when it works. <laughs> it doesn't. It never works. The, the best thing that Denuvo does, or, or the least bad thing it does, is it, uh, it lowers your frame rate in video games. The most bad thing is it makes your, your your gosh darn game unplayable. Yeah, exactly. And this is from what site is this from? Uh, Torrent Freak, our favorite website. Only the uh, most reliable of news from torrentfreak.com. Yeah, so there were some Denuvo games that they forgot to uh, they forgot to register their uh, domain, and so it just stopped working. I I don't. <laughs> Do we have a list of the games? Uh, I see Zoo Planet game, uh, Shadow of War. Uh, both of oh, those no. stopped stopped working. Um, uh, Dead Rising, Football Manager, like seemingly every game that uses Zenuvo, if it was a new installation, it wouldn't have worked. That is, uh, that is amazing. It's beautiful. It's beautiful, not, and we should really stop using it. We should really stop using Denuvo. This is this is the warning sign. Like, and it, the 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 bad thing is the developers. You know, the developers, ninety percent of them don't do not want you to use DRM. Um, however, it got very bright in here. Uh, however, the uh, the the people who want to use DRM at the executives, because they're like, oh, we could get one percent better sales if we have Denuvo. And they're wrong because the game always gets leaked eventually. So, it, it, and well, the people who don't buy like the that's... game, what was that? Well, that's that's like not even the, the point of Denuvo, though. Denuvo themselves have even stated, like, the point of Denuvo is to secure the launch window. Yeah. Like, the first two to four weeks of of sales are really all the nuvo is supposed to be there for the fact that there are games that shit how how long has dead rising been out whichever one that it's talking about there hasn't been a new dead rising in years it was probably the one it it was probably the one for the original xbox one has the been around for that long yeah i think it's been around for 10 years something like that 
No. No, Denuvo wouldn't have been on the console version. It was it's a PC only DRM, I'm pretty sure. Right. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Um it, though D- Dead Rising the original was re-released on PC. Uh Yeah. That's probably the one that they're way, talking about. I, I would I'm imagine. assuming it's either that or it's like Dead Rising 4. Either way though, there hasn't been a Dead Rising in so long. There's no reason why it should be in there. And actually, yeah, now that I think about it, Capcom rolls their own internal DRM at this point that also oh. suffers from performance issues on PC. Go figure. Uh, but like Shadow of War, shit. Like they, they gave up <laughs> on that game as soon as they pulled the microtransactions from it. But this does bring up a good point of what happens when a studio doesn't have an exit strategy in mind for its DRM. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're we just supposed to have temporary games now. Nintendo seems fine with it. I don't like this trend and I'm seeing it more and more. Yeah, me neither. Without piracy, like there is, these games are dead in the water if the server ever goes down permanently. And that's insane to me. Piracy, save us. I mean, it's, it's starting to look a lot more beneficial nowadays between shitty remakes from what I was talking about earlier to the fact that your games are just going to disappear because somebody forgot to pay the license for the server that checks in on it. It sucks. It really sucks. Gaming sucks now. It does. There was a, uh, there was a, a, a DRM that the, there was a game where it was released on the, you guys remember direct to play? Was that what it was called? Direct to drive. D- yeah. Something like that. Like where I think it was direct to drive. To, yeah, yeah, direct to drive. Um, there's got, a game. Uh, uh, bought by Gamefly, I think. Yeah, but there was a game that was released, uh, and it was released physically, and it was released on direct to drive before Steam really was as big as it is today, and direct to drive died a miserable, miserable death. So uh, they released like an update, and the update broke the direct to drive game because it said that it wasn't a valid game. And so they ended up in order to fix it, they released another patch that for the direct to drive users added in the no CD crack from like the, the pirates. Like they took the no CD crack from the pirates and just put it into the direct to drive uh, launcher. Which was amazing. The the original PC release of, I think it was either, it might have been all of the classic Grand Theft Auto games, three uh, Vice City and San Andreas. Yeah. Uh, along with Max Payne uh, on Steam, all of those uh, do the same thing. They have the no CD crack integrated in with the Steam release. Oh, that's amazing. The original DRM, they didn't have a way of removing it easily. That's that's amazing. Anyway, also as uh, I just posted, Direct Two Drive is not dead. It's they have what? such hit. It's not dead. What? They they have new releases listed on their website, such as Metal Gear Survive. Oh yeah. <laughs> is that it? Is that uh, Metal Gear Survive at Lear something? something oh, a, a secret government a, atelier atelier. Sure. I, I don't know how to pronounce it. I know that it's a popular game series. Yeah. Uh, 
I, I've never played it. I Who don't think. Who is selling them rights to sell these things? They have, they have session, like skate. Oh, game. I was they thinking must be like a a lowest bidder opportunist for studios or something like that. Oh, this is so weird. If Samurai Warriors Five, okay, they have like a partnership with Tecmo. That's weird. I did. I oh. thought they were dead. I thought they were one hundred percent dead. Are you no, downloading some holdings company? Are you downloading Direct to Drive right now? No. Uh, we're gonna move on. No. We're gonna talk. We got a lot of stories to talk about today, so we gotta move on to the next story. Streaming service. Do it. <laughs> Invest in them. <laughs> you have to do it now. You mentioned it. You've played all the other ones. They have a, they have a cloud streaming service that also offers free instant play trials of games. So I, I is their tagline, you've tried the best, now try ours. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's... Anyway, we're going to move on. We're going to talk about Robinhood and how Robinhood had a hack that compromised millions of customers' email addresses and names. Uh, the trading platform said on Monday that social engineering scheme had uh, compromised millions of users' names and email addresses. I like the idea that somebody called them up and was like, come on. And they're like, all right. Like, I mean, that's basically what happened. It's my understanding that they were allowed access to, I don't remember if it was a dev suite or a dev tool. Yeah. Uh, but they basically called up by being like, hey, I can't access this. Do you have the, the admin password? Can I have that? And they're like... Yeah, it's it's admin one two three. Yeah, it's it, the revealed on security incident in a blog post published Monday, assuring users that nobody had lost money as a result of the incident. Uh, it says an unauthorized third party obtained access to a limited amount of personal information for a portion of our customers. Uh, it said that no financial loss had happened to any customers. The incident took place on November third, a day after my birthday. It was apparently the result of a social engineering scheme that targeted a customer support employee. Oof. The hacker, this isn't hacking, but okay. Uh, it, it is. Social hacking engineering people. is. Yeah, but I don't know. When people say hacker, they don't, whatever. Convince the employee that they were uh, cleared to access certain customer support systems and subsequently gained access to the email addresses of approximately... 5 million customers and the full names of approximately 2 million customers. So here's the thing. Uh, you guys, you know, I, 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 I had a contract with uh, Facebook for a while and their security uh, for, for customer support or, or user support is at the time very, very secure. Um, you have to have a badge, so we have to. Uh, you have to have an employee account. You have to be able to go to that employee account. Uh, when you look at their internal page, they have to have a badge photo, and then you start a call with them, and you verify their face to their badge photo. And if it doesn't match, you obviously can't let them in. If they do not have a badge photo, you find somebody on their team. That does have a badge photo, most preferably a manager. You verify that person who has a badge photo, and then they verify the other employee. And this is to do, like, most things, like renewing a certificate um, or, or, like, getting a password reset. 
And uh, I think Robin Hood should implement something like that. Because clearly, uh, this did not work well. Is it bad that Facebook's practices just gave me a great idea? What's that? So if, if I make a ticket under my own name, I don't actually get credit for it, which is a really bad practice in IT. But that's not the point of what I'm bringing up. I wonder if I called my service desk and I was like, hey, I am my manager. Uh, this is an issue. Please uh, make this ticket and escalate it and assign it to this technician. I wonder if that would get around that system that is arbitrarily in place. So what you're saying is you want somebody else to create a ticket for you. So that way you get credit for the ticket that you did. But like whenever I call our service desk, some like we don't have the tools to uh, unlock BitLocker, for example. We've got to call in for that and if another mm -hmm. team does it. But if I called in and I was like, hey, I'm not me, uh, Cyberpunk Monk, but I am my manager, and this is the issue, please make a ticket and then assign it to this technician. I wonder if that would get around the uh, the lack of a credit for completing a ticket if it's opened by you. Well, that, That's all I was thinking. It, the way that you described it with uh, with Facebook and how their team prevents social engineering is they pull up the name of a team member. If you have that team member, I wonder how not only the... Yeah. In, in the in the opening you are you know yeah it's not only that but you actually have to have a video call with the person and verify the account um verify that they look like they do in their badge photo which is very important um and and, and i think with how much money is thrown around on robin hood they should definitely in, implement something like this because oh uh, i'm sure someone's gonna be talking about it and meeting here soon i'm sure their entire uh level one team is going to have an overhaul and there's they a <laughs> and if you're looking for a customer support representative uh i'm i hear there's at least one person looking for a job uh because can you imagine being that guy and then like going to your next interview and be like so why did you uh leave robin hood uh <laughs> We had well, a disagreement. We had a little data breach and <laughs> things escalated from there. <laughs> you remember how, how little? Uh, thirty million dollars. No. Uh, do you remember when uh Robinhood was uh social engineered and somebody gave them the admin password? Uh, that was somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of a celebrity over there, and uh... <laughs> the attention got the best of me. <laughs> What would you say is your best feature? I never make the same mistake twice. <laughs> uh, we're going to move on and we're going to talk about pure VPN, which is something that Aroa, I think, would have something to say about. So so we've spoken about this in the past with uh, VPN services being located in, what is it, like 20 or 40 countries that have all basically signed a we will share your privacy act uh so there it depends on like how hardcore you want to care about it uh i think the the most like red flag groups are the i think five eyes which are more or less the the ones that you would expect would share your privacy america uh russia uh probably australia australia uh, is one of them that, yeah that that kind of thing um it can go out to the the nine eyes 
which includes some smaller groups, but uh, yeah, it it goes out to near twenty on the ones where like they have some questionable things that they've done in the past, but um, yeah. So, uh, Pure VPN has decided to move. Uh, they were they were in Hong Kong, it looks like, and it says here Pure VPN was founded on the idea that people should be free to use the internet the way it was envisioned by the founders of the World Wide Web. It says, oh oh goodness, Uzair got it, got it. I said that name wrong. CEO of Pure VPN. Uh, we want people to browse the internet freely without worrying about any kind of surveillance or restrictions. Uh, so they have moved to where, uh, the British Virgin, Virgin Islands. Um, they they used to be in Hong Kong and now they're moving to British Virgin Islands. So that way, uh, it says after analyzing multiple locations and holding talks with authorities in over 17 different countries, they moved to the British Virgin Islands, uh, as it was the best fit. So That's cool. I mean, I'm, that is I'm, good. I'm glad that they're taking all this seriously. Uh, but two things. One, this is a sponsored article. I don't know if you noticed that. I did um, not. Yeah, at the Boo. at the very top it says in collaboration with Pure VPN, and at the bottom it says this post is brought to you in collaboration with Pure VPN. Okay. Um. But also, like, I I don't know anything specifically about the Virgin Islands and their laws or whatever. Uh, but I wouldn't have trusted a VPN that was based in Hong Kong. Just gonna put it out there. I I wouldn't have. Yeah. So like, this really doesn't mean much of anything to me if they were already willing to spend fifteen years in Hong Kong. Um, cause like just by being that close to China and being kind of not under the heel of China, but pretty close to it, like, I'm just, I'm not gonna, not gonna trust that. Uh, I don't know anything else about the company, so I can't really say anything different, but yeah, I've never used does say all of our virtual VPN servers exist inside the United States only, which Never use a VPN in the United States if you're doing something illegal, or or just don't don't do things that are illegal, right? That's what we're supposed right. to say. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I meant yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there are other reasons that you don't want to use a VPN in the United States, and if you can well, think I mean, if you do, if you don't want your shit being yeah, if you're trying to use it for privacy purposes, you're defeating the purpose. Right. By, by having by using one that's in the United States. But, but I use the VPN and the judge is like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Well, also, like, I would, there are a lot, I could go on for a very long time about how most normies don't need to use a VPN and how I'm really fucking sick of all these advertisements telling you to buy a VPN from NordVPN or ExpressVPN or whatever, Surfshark. The, on, um, the only reason i would say to get a vpn if you're a normie is if you have something like netflix but you want to watch shows 
from like the UK or something. Um, they're cracking down on that. So they they that they won't always be a for very long. Yeah, they've always cracked down on it. Like I remember a few years ago, I had a VPN and I would go to Netflix and it would be like, nope, not gonna do it. And then the VPNs found a way around it, and the Netflix found a way around that, and then VPNs found a way well, around it. it. Well, it's they just have to re- they have to buy new IP addresses. It's yeah, the way around it. Yeah, like. And eventually that cat and mouse game is going to run out until we hit IPv6 yeah. everywhere. So, but. Uh, yeah, like that is the only real reason I could see them like a normal person doing it. Because let's say you like Star Trek, but you don't want to pay the whatever a month it is for uh, CBS All Access. It Star Trek Discovery, Picard, all that, it, that's available on Netflix over in the U.K., because they don't have CBS All Access over there. So I could see somebody paying the money for the VPN to get shows like that, um, but n- not really anything else. I-, I can't think of any real... Unless you're doing something illegal, I don't see a real reason to get a VPN. Or, or if you're like me, and uh, you work at a company that would track what you did online, and you use a VPN on your work computer to watch YouTube. Uh, that's another. That's another thing. I I totally did not do at a job, but you could do it theoretically. Theoretically, it could be done. Yes. Re- re- theoretically, did it? Just, just it could happen. Could it have could happen. It could it could have happened. Uh, we're gonna move on to our next story as well. I'm the best at segways. Metal Gear Solid games are being removed. Uh, it says here this is from Kotaku. Again, our favorite news outlet. Um, Konami just announced that both Metal Gear Solid Two and Metal Gear Solid Three are being taken down from online shopfronts after issues emerged with licenses for historical. Archive footage used in game. Do now I've read this, but did they ever come out and say which ones, uh, what what historical, uh, archive footage is is being the culprit here? Uh, well, they mentioned Tibet in the like... cutscene, and uh, some people really didn't like that. Oh, I see. That's not true. Oh, okay. I don't think that's true. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. No, I was uh, like, oh. Particularly in Metal Gear Solid 3, there's a lot of stuff from like the Cold War um, and and stuff like that that I guess they had to license because it's from the 80s, you know. Uh, so it's like, I don't know that there's a comprehensive list of where in the game all of these things appear. I just think it's bizarre that this is a problem. It really is. Uh, uh, I think what they should do is they should re-release it, um, but do what they did in the South Park games when they had to put it in, like, Australia or something. Uh, and if you don't oh. know what they did, instead of showing <laughs> the scene, they just had, like, a picture, and then the words were like, this is what was done in this scene. Yeah. So they should do that. It was like a picture of a cat or something. Like it was a cute cat photo. And then, yeah, they had like subtitles or something. 
Mm-hmm. So they they should. I would do that. Uh, just put a picture and be like, and this is when Reagan got shot. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that scene's in the game. You said the Cold War, okay? It happened. Nothing. Nothing happened in the Cold War. What are you talking about? Uh, Reagan did get shot during the Cold War. Oh, I don't. I don't know anything. I'm not old like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I. This was before I was. Uh, I'm not some old rich man like you. I was there. <laughs> he was the one who shot the gun. <laughs> Before I was born, yes. No, there was a... Do you guys know that there was an attempted assassination on Reagan? Uh, I was aware I mean, of that, yes. Yeah, yeah. Because of the way this kids no, you know. Yes. You didn't? Oh, yeah, anyway. Oh. Yeah, so the list of games uh, are Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty HD Edition, uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater HD Edition, uh, Metal Gear Solid HD Edition, Metal Gear Solid 2, uh, uh, the PS Vita. <laughs> so those are PS3 games, the same games on the Vita. When did um, Metal Gear Solid turn into fucking Kingdom Hearts? I know, right? Um, PlayStation Now Metal Gear Solid HD Collection. Um, the Xbox 360 Metal Gear Solid HD Editions 2 and 3. There's a Nintendo 3DS Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater 3D. Um, yeah, it was a launch title. Oh. Uh, the GOG.com Metal Gear Solid 2 Substance. And then, of course, the, the NVIDIA Shield Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3 HD. I didn't know there was a special release for the uh, for the Nvidia Shield, but cool. I didn't know that there was a GOG release of MGS two. <laughs> Not anymore. It got oh, pulled, yeah. baby. Um, Luckily, it's DRM free, so you can find it anywhere that uh, good things are found. Happen. Yep. Oh yeah. Let's uh, let's move on to another place where you can download games. Uh, Steam Deck. Well, first off. Uh, this isn't part of it, but I, I don't think I didn't actually read through the story. But uh, it looks like the Steam Deck, it, it looks like the Steam Deck was delayed by what two months? Two months. I'm not. I'm not that butthurt about it. I figured it'd get delayed. I'm hoping uh, it gives me time to be less poor. Yeah, I saved up. Uh, I saved up. I pre-ordered the 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 maximum edition is what I'm going for. I'm, Me too. Like, I mean, the other ones are cool, but just whatever. It's six hundred fifty bucks. I'll pay it once. We'll see what happens. I'm going for the mid ground one because I am poor. However, I am uh, fiscally responsible, so I already got that money set aside. Good. I'm good. I'm fiscally proud of irresponsible and poor. I was looking at a seven hundred fifty dollar resin three D printer yesterday. So, yeah. Uh, Rich boy reading. I, I did not I did not get it. It's a Kickstarter. Reeton the rich um, white man. Richie yes. Reeton. That's, that's what they call me. Um so uh this was a story I believe Aroa brought up. So do you want to talk about the what is it, five five big things we've learned from Valve's developer summit? So it's like none of it's like super important or even like all that interesting probably to most normal people. I just found it interesting that they went into kind of kind of more of the the nitty gritty details of how 
the Steam Deck is put together. We've got sort of a, a breakout of the SOC on board. Um, so we know that it's a, uh, a Zen 2 CPU. It's four core, eight thread, runs between 2.4 and 3.5 gigahertz. We've got eight AMD RDNA 2 compute units. Uh, graphics clock between 1 and 1.6 gigahertz for a total of 1.6 teraflops of raw graphical computing power. Um, so, Could yeah, have done that, as an old that's man. all. What? Should have done it as an old man. I'm just saying. I, I think you have it what? in you. Keep working on your old man voice. <laughs> um, so then uh, you've also got 16 gigs of unified LP DDR5 memory. Um, there's only a gig of dedicated video memory, which is interesting, but the GPU can access up to eight gigs of the shared memory as needed. So technically you could say that it's uh, it has eight gigs of RAM and eight gigs of VRAM, but it can like kind of swap between the two as it wants, which is very odd. I thought that's but kind of how that... how like the consoles work too. Don't they have some unified memory stuff on them too? Uh, uh, that's how the PS4 and PS5 work. That's what so... I thought. Yeah. So it's it's not yeah, that big of a deal. Obviously, it's going to be fine. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I don't think it's a problem because it's also how the the M1 uh, works. Like that's just the nature of using a what is it an APU or or an AOC or S AOC SOC. Uh, yes. As opposed to a traditional computing setup. Uh, also, we know that it's called uh, Aerith. Yeah, I do love that. Because why not? Because you know why. <laughs> yeah. Because um, we're gonna kill it. <laughs> they uh, well, uh, actually, you shouldn't be able to kill it because uh, they've talked about how they've designed the uh, the thermal capabilities to be able to run at full power for as long as the machine will run. So uh, they, you know, said the whole, the performance you get in the first 10 seconds is the same performance you get two hours from now. Um, so like they, they have done testing of it. It's not going to thermal clock, uh, you know, underclock itself over time because no. it gets too hot. Uh, I, uh, I already saw the video of them tearing down the switch, uh, switch <laughs> tearing down the uh, the Steam Deck, uh, which kind of alleviated my fears that you'd run into the same problems as I have with my Switch, which is what made me misspeak there, uh, where the fan is dying. Um, the Steam Deck, uh, the fan is very easily accessible, so even if it does end up having problems. It's uh, very, very easy to replace it. And I believe Valve has even said they plan on offering replacement parts uh, down the line as it's required. Uh, it's super cool, actually. I When I reached out to them about the Index controller support, I was very disappointed. So even them saying, hey, uh, we're going to have this in mind down the road is more than I was expecting. I, I think... Uh, it's just because of the nature of the way that Valve operates, how they're divided up into these desperate groups and different teams kind of handle different products. 
and the team that is handling the Steam Deck, I feel, have a very different attitude compared to the VR people, specifically with the Index. Uh, but they've they've said uh, they haven't put any artificial limits on the GPU, uh, so like you can pump up the uh, the graphics to kill the battery life if you want. Uh, but you can also limit a game to like 30 FPS and it could potentially give you an extra 50% battery life. Uh, the example they give is you can play Portal 2 on it for four hours, you can limit it to 30 FPS and you get five to six hours out of it, which is pretty cool. Yeah, um, it runs at 720p to 800p, which I don't even, what? Uh, Weird, but also fine. It's It's a Game Boy. It doesn't need to be a 4K screen. I'm really looking right. to pl- I'm really looking to play games by uh what is it 400 by 800 or whatever it was. Huh? Uh, 640 by 480. 640 by 480. That's what I'm going to do and limit that to 25 frames a second cuz you don't need more than 25 frames a second. I so... mean if it runs Cyberpunk I'll deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, "All right, so I got I got it set at 480p uh with uh 50% resolution scaling." Uh, all low, and I'm getting 32 frames a second on my Steam Deck. <laughs> and, uh, you know, if, if you're going that far, you might want to use the built-in streaming capabilities, which I'm not sure if they talk about that or not in this article. They do. They do, actually. But before I get there, I do think what's really cool is they're apparently building uh, some new capabilities into Steam itself to support the Steam Deck in the form of sort of a a similar thing to Microsoft's smart delivery system, where if you download a game off of Steam, you will be able to choose a lower fidelity package. So the game will have like less good textures and maybe the, maybe won't be quite so shiny, sparkly detailed, but it'll also take up less space and you won't have to do as much finagling to make it run well on the steam deck and that would honestly i'd I'd be kind of okay with that like working on pc as well i would totally be fine with not having 4k textures on everything if it means the game doesn't take up 200 gigs on my freaking drive just like a game has a a 2k or a 4k option as a bonus dlc they should have a downgrade version the uh the hard drive aware version or something like i don't know what a good name would that be downgrade version we could workshop that part I mean, or just continue offering the 4K texture pack as an external option and don't make me download it. You yeah. Know? You don't want to play uh, Age of Empires 9 billion with the 4 tera <laughs> giga mega bytes. I, I don't remember how big they are. I just remember it being ridiculous. It's, uh, uh yeah. well, I think, I think the texture pack itself was 128 gigs. Ooh, that's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, they know it's an RTS, right? <laughs> Seriously, those uh, are some high quality the, sprites they got there. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the power supply is a forty five watt power supply, um, and the uh, Steam Deck will not use all of that while it is plugged in, uh, meaning that you can use external peripherals connected to that power supply. Uh, with the Steam Deck, if you want, 
Um, the USB-C port on the Steam Deck will have external display support for up to two 4K monitors at 60 hertz. And uh, Valve says it will offer USB 3 Gen 2 if you opt for half the display bandwidth, which, I mean, you're not going to be... What, why do you even need two, two monitors hooked up to this thing anyway for one? And for two, like, you're, you, you don't need both of them while you're using like a, a mouse and keyboard or something to play a video game. I'm excited to use this thing on my TV in the same way I use my switch on my TV. I'm not necessarily exactly. interested in using this as a, a, a multi setup replacement. This is no. not replacing my gaming rig. And it's not, I don't think right. anyone thinks that. No, I hope not. Uh, I, there, there, there are some people who think that <laughs> let's yeah, be fair. There are people who are going to, people who are going to try to do that. People definitely need to cater their expectations to the fact that this is very much going to be a PC switch, so everything's going to look worse and run worse, but it will still be more than acceptable considering the experience that you're getting. Exactly. Uh, they've also confirmed that it will use AMD's Fidelity FX Super Resolution, which is the equivalent to NVIDIA's uh, AI upscaling bullshit. DLSS. Yeah, that's it. Um, it will essentially make the game that is running at 720p look like it's running at more like 900p, which, yeah, it's cool, especially if you're going to be putting it on a TV. Um, AMD has said that they will also be working on drivers that will uh, enable something called Vulkan dynamic rendering. Uh, I'm assuming that that's some kind of speed up as part of the Vulkan API that'll uh, let them, I don't know, do some kind of optimization really quickly and easily. I'm not going to read about it right now. Uh, there is no USB 4. Uh, there's no Thunderbolt, which, yeah, it's not an Intel device, so why would there be? Uh, you're only getting 802.11ac, so you're not getting Wi-Fi 6. Oh, no. Bullshit. But... I'm, I'm out. I'm canceling my pre-order. They, they have said that uh, the the Steam Deck will offer first-class remote play experience to beam games from their desktop PC to the deck inside their own homes. Um, and I don't know, I feel like, like, like the, what this article says, uh, I don't know if, did, did either of you have a Steam Link whenever that was a thing? Yep, I played uh, uh, all of Metal Gear Solid Five with it. Yes, I, I had, think I have it, but I never used it. I had surprisingly few issues using that over Wi-Fi. Um, I, I just tested it out uh, to see how it would, how it would be. And like, it definitely worked better than other devices nearby trying to use remote play with them. So I think valve knows what they're doing to some degree with Wi-Fi. So I trust them on that. Uh, and even if it doesn't work quite well enough, uh, the dock is supposed to have an integrated uh, Ethernet port anyway. So, whatever. Um, also, uh, they addressed concerns that uh, using the eMMC storage on the lower-end device or using SD cards to store your video games uh, would be slower. And they've said that, uh, yeah, it's slower, but it's not that bad. Uh, SD cards tend to load games about 18% slower than from the SSD, 
and EMMC storage loads about 12% slower uh, than the SSD. Um, the device itself boots 25% slower uh, from EMMC versus NVMe. Only, so I mean... Not say, they don't say how fast it boots in the first place, so who knows what that really means. No, it shows it. It shows it okay. here. Yeah, if you scroll down, there's a Twitter. Oh, you have Twitter blocked. Uh, it's the boot time. Is that seconds? It goes from one second to almost 1.2 seconds. That can't be right. That, is that to, unless okay, that's, if that is the case? Like if that's minutes, that's not great either. It has to be seconds then, right? Uh, that says. Valve says games, 64 gig, eMMC CMAC might be 12% slower at loading a game and 25% uh, slower booting compared to the M NVMe, 18% slower loading from the game on SD card. Um, and this is the eMMC, but it just says 0 0 0.2, 0 0.4, 0 0.6, 0 0.8, 1, 1 1.2, 1 1.4. And I don't, it does, it says 1x. So this might be, this is probably what it's saying is one times and then 1.25. It's not that bad. <laughs> it's, yeah, you're going to yeah, be fine. Either way, like if you've played games off of a Switch where you have games stored on, on an SD card, it's, it's really not bad at all. Yeah. Um, and again, like you're playing full-fledged PC games portably. You're going to have to make some concessions somewhere in here. Um. They've also added some new functionality to cloud saving for developers to take advantage of. Uh, very simple, like six lines, it looks like, that essentially makes it to where whenever you press the suspend button, uh, it can send uh, your cloud saves right then and there instead of waiting until you close the game. And hopefully that's something that, again, will just get integrated into desktop Steam. Uh, just in case, you That'd know, be it'd be cool for if your computer crashes while you're playing and like your local save file gets corrupted, at least your cloud save is good or something like that, you know? Yeah, um, uh, that looks they, really cool. I like that idea. I wish there was a button we could just press to just like create or upload cloud saves while playing the game. That'd be really neat. Uh, yeah, would, would and really... some games do allow that, but yeah, I, I do wish that you could just do that. Would really be good for uh like if it's storming outside or something and you're just like i just i'm i still want to play the game and i don't think i'm gonna have my power shut off but i'm just gonna press this button just to upload all the saves in case right yeah. uh yeah so um and the uh, some, some like etc bullshit um they showed a prototype of it uh that's white um with like the aperture science logo on the back of it they said that it's a prototype and you're never going to be able to buy it um they will look into other color options in the future but that's a ways down the road which is probably code for we're waiting to see if this thing actually sells yeah um yeah it's gonna sell so it, hard d brand it really seems <laughs> like it i'm i'm really surprised by how much people are are like jumping all over this thing like even normies but uh, it's exciting to me because, like, it's going to do so much for Linux gaming. Uh, but anyway, um, it's not made for VR. 
you're not going to be able to hook up your VR headset to it to play games. Um, like you can, but it ain't going to work. It's not going to be, uh, it's not, not really a, well. yeah, it's not going to be great. You could probably still play some like smaller games. You, maybe you could play like Beat Saber. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah, something like that. If it if it runs on Quest, maybe it'll run on the Steam Deck. Who knows? The we'll Zenith. Because gonna... people will inevitably do it. I really, I really want to play Zenith on this. I want to, I want to open up Zenith <laughs> and then just hear Aroa's really bad Minnesota girl <laughs> accent and be like, "He did it! He did it!" <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for playing Valorant on your Steam Deck. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there, uh, I know what you're going through though. So there are still no plans for 5g or LTE configurations. Fucking good. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I love that valve responded by saying, just tether it to your phone. Don't yeah. Fucking it. moron. Uh, it's looking to bring the steam deck to Japan and Australia, uh, in no particular territories in or I'm sorry, in particular other territories as well. Um, so Japan <laughs> and Australia, yeah, the opposite. So they want to bring it everywhere. They want to sell it and make money. What? Um, I don't know how well this would do in Japan. You don't uh, think this would do really? great in Japan? It Although they might. have a like mobile market for Japan. Yeah. So I, I, I can't like I imagine a lot of people who play phone games just because they have a better audience for it. I imagine this would be a very smooth transition for a lot of them. Yeah, well, okay, Especially so here's the thing. Like, I, I just, I don't the, know. The Vita sold really well in Japan, man. Yeah, like, but that was released by Sony. Oh, That's what, what I'm saying. saying. Because it's it's like an American company. And yeah. Like... Oh, yeah, there could be a little bit of stigma to that. <laughs> yeah. And that's, I, dumb. that's stupid. Yeah. It is, it is, but, what, you know. The best I, case scenario is this is going to encourage more developers to make portable PCs with a little bit of power behind them, and mm -hmm. that will boom in the uh, Japanese markets probably specifically. Yes. Oh, man. Um, if Sony gets in it, no, they're not. They, they sold not off going the VAIO. Yeah, they sold off the VAIO line. Um, <sighs> but, yeah, like. If Sony uh, was going to copy Nintendo and the Switch concept, they would have done it a long time ago. Historically speaking, it usually takes them about two years before Nintendo says, look at this cool thing, before they're yeah, like, right. we, we can do it too. It looks like, uh, I, I know Aroa really wants Sony to release another handheld. I that's, just, all he, I, that's all he wants. I'm sorry, but and I, I, hate being, I hate being a consumerist whore, but I love Sony's aesthetic. Like, I've always loved Sony's aesthetic. If I'm a fanboy of anybody's like industrial design concept, it is Sony. And it, it like just throughout the ages, they have always made the coolest looking shit. And I would love to see what they did with this concept because I love all of their laptops. Like I loved the Vio line. Like that's that's why the freaking uh, the old ass digital camera that I have is a Sony because they look fantastic. Like they're just cool as hell, and uh, it, God, yeah, I just like Sony. Uh, Steam Deck is also going to have factory calibrated audio, so that's... I would hope so. And it, uh, oh, it supports multi-channel audio over HDMI. Wow, that's shocking. <laughs>
Uh, once big picture mode on desktop. Yeah, wait. Steam gets replaced by the deck UI. It'll get updated more often. I yeah, they have said that they're doing that. I never use big picture mode. Like it's ever. Not great. No. Uh, Valve will share. I I would accidentally use big picture mode because I'd be like messing around with my controller and accidentally press like the Xbox logo and it'd be like, you want to go into big picture mode? I'm like, no, what? What the fuck are you doing? Stop it. No. <laughs> um, Valve will share its keyboard APIs with multiple IMEs, multiple languages, and emojis. I like that part. I like that they're being very open about that. There's no reason for anyone to close off an API specifically around accessibility. Yeah. They, you know, that's part of the reason why the uh, Sega Genesis sounded so terrible a lot of the time was because I believe Sega like withheld information from American uh, developers on how to get the best out of the sound chip. Yeah, uh, they essentially gave American devs the gems uh, platform to make music and sound effects with. And if you wanted to go any further than that, you just kind of had to figure it out yourself, motherfucker. Yeah. And then uh, it's this last one. It's a new controller configurator to map your games to Steam Dex controls. So Steam's been I'm, really and, good about their controllers for the last couple of years now, especially. I'm not surprised to see that hit the Steam Deck as well. I'm also interested in just seeing how much controller support this thing gets while in handheld mode. Like in the dock, obviously it makes sense. You want to be able to use whatever controller you got. But like if I'm hanging out at a buddy's and I got this and he has an Xbox, could I use this and he could use his controller and we could like play like the switch style or something? Oh, that would be. A I, oh, def- yeah, I, definitely. Yeah. I bet definitely that, that it will. It will just be considered a controller by the steam input API and everything will work the same way that it does on like desktop steam where every controller that you add just goes in another slot. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, we should circle back around. Remember what we were talking about uh GTA sucking? Yep. Yeah, we should swing yeah. around and talk about that. Good transition. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was it was uh this this is also already a hour and 15 minutes long and we got two more stories. Uh as GTA as GTA trilogy PC is pulled Dana Miners discovered it contains missing music and a holy grail of dev notes. Uh, what? This was, again, yep. something brought by a Robo or Connor. So what's up? Uh, I, I brought this one. I could briefly talk about it. We don't need to go over everything as they bring it up on the article, but uh, the GTA, it's not a remake, it's a remaster. Uh, it's had some issues. I'm pretty sure it's already not available on PC anymore. Before it wasn't available, it was just not online. Like, you you couldn't boot up the launcher and that's a big problem uh, Wait. especially seeing that you can't play the original games anymore like they completely removed those two on pc there's currently no way to play the gta trilogy like any of the old or new unless you you know downloaded it beforehand and we're lucky enough to keep that on your computer yeah um or or if you find a way to play it through various means Right, they're right. buying a physical copy. Yeah, exactly. Right, exactly. Yeah. Problem yeah. solved. Uh, um, but while it was available, people obviously had their grubby hands on it, and data miners went nuts finding out all sorts of things that should not have made it to a released product. 
for example, they have music that's unlicensed on here. What? Uh, if, you, if you go through the organization, uh, for example, um, the screenshot, which everyone probably can't see, this is a Twitter photo. Uh, they have a folder where it's just all of the, like for the Vice Video Radio Flash FM, they have all of their files on there, including uh, Running With The Night, which they do not have the rights to have. That made its way onto the commercial release, which means somebody's probably getting sued. Probably. They are probably getting sued. It's like the uh, in the 90s when there was a, a Tiger Woods game released for the PC that contained a South Park episode. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. That, and then that, I, I bet I that person... Yeah, that person got very fired, I bet. And I also bet that that version of the game is very expensive. Uh, for for stupid reasons, I guarantee. Yeah. Um, less about the data mining part and more just a, you know, boo on Rockstar. They already lost a lot of the rights to some of the music. For example, uh, Billie Jean's no longer in the music, which is something I remember bopping to. So uh, at least they made an effort. It's really crazy that nobody combed that list and said, wait, do we have the rights to this song? Uh, and speaking of combing the data, people were going through data files and they found very interesting comments. Uh, for example, if you're looking through the data for like checking on a cut scene, you'll see a comment saying like Sweet is injured and he falls through the floor or flats turn up. And then a huge vortex opens up and spews forth beast from another dimension. Yeah. And that's, then those. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. That's not a on. good description for code. If I saw that in my code <laughs> review. I would pull that person <laughs> aside and be like, we need to talk about what's professional here. Uh, yeah. just describe the issue here. Uh, there's also another one that says, this shit doesn't work the way they wrote it below, so we'll just place the blip at the beginning of the mission. Right. <laughs> so, uh, that, yeah. references... that reminds me of the, the Valve code comments from a while back. You remember that? No. Like the developer commentary? Yeah, no, no. There was uh there was like some leaked uh code, like source code uh from some some Valve games and there were like some really really disgruntled uh comments in the source code and it was it was stuff just like this fucking thing doesn't fucking work and I don't fucking know why so fuck this shit. <laughs> it's uh, uh it's no, no. it's a mood I can relate to, but it's definitely not making it to the final release. If so, that's on your quick commit, you are getting talked to on Monday. Yeah. So uh, this exists so I don't have to do lots of confusing if button pressed uh, and my charge timer is uh, greater than Kurt time and some other bullshit. Then do this unless the other variable says do something else. No, I can go directly from release to press without visiting up along the way. Um when I see a Boolean like this, I know serious bullshit is afoot. <laughs> uh, I don't know why. I don't want to know why. I shouldn't have to wonder why. But for whatever reason, the stupid panel isn't laying out correctly unless we do this terribleness invalidate layout true uh, M underscore P contents, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so then he goes into that. Um, and then... Uh, let's see. Let's read one more. Hmm. We didn't link this to the correct type. Assert, delete right away since it's fucked up. <laughs> we uh, we we see an issue here, so let's just delete this and move along. Pretty That's much. That's the quality in these remakes. 
Uh, um, they also have references. No, 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 to no, no, no. no. This was just that so was you know, a valve code. that was a valve code. I'm that sorry. Was, that was in valve. I'm sorry. <laughs> I looked that up while while you guys were talking. Yeah, I remember the the one with the the like UI panel thing. But but this is a very similar level of professionalism seen, and with somebody who has a development background, how did this make it through QR or QA? I mean, um, so I think that if we were to look at the code of a lot of video games, uh, we would see stuff like this. I don't think that this is really a brand new thing uh actually no, 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 I, no, no. I know it's Definitely not a brand guaranteeably not yeah I, I know it's not a brand new thing and it's probably not something that is uncommon but this I, is I a am. commercial release and they, they yeah. had to have known that people were going to be combing this and that's what it looks like to me it looks like somebody had no idea that it was possible for anyone else to 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 see what they had written uh yeah yeah well, i mean like the the game like contains an uncompiled copy of all the scripts in the the three games so like that shouldn't have happened right. like that that's along the same lines as whenever the was it fall guys accidentally pushed right. uh, an update that just sent out the uh, uh, the uncompiled source code for their uh, entire game or whatever yeah. <laughs> Yeah, whoopsie-doos. Uh, we're going to move on to the last story, which is another GTA story. Um, and uh, this is this is sad, sadness. Uh, Take-Two Interactive removes more GTA mods using DMCA strikes. Not just de- cease and desist letters, like DMCA strikes, and I don't like that. Um, so, uh, who brought this up? Was this Aroa or Connor? It was, it was me. It was me. Okay. I think I posted it night um it's it's par for the course with take two but that doesn't mean that it's okay or that we should just kind of take it um so there were looks like three more mods that were forcibly taken down from a modding site called liberty city take two contacted them used dmca process to uh, take down gta advanced pc port beta 2 the Lost and Damned Unlocked for GTA 4, and GTA 4 EFLC, The Lost and Damned, 65%. Uh, interesting thing here. The uh, third one there, the EFLC whatever, uh, isn't a mod. It's a save file. They, they ceased and dis- or they did a DMCA strike against a save file? Yes. Oh, it fun. is a 65% completion save file, presumably so that you can just get to the Lost and Damned without playing through the rest of the game. That's that, that's extra weird to me. Is, is there really going to be a court bizarre. that's like, the gamers must play through the game themselves? <laughs> I, I, I assume that it's that, like they went looking for stuff related to the lost and damned and just took, took them down. And it yeah, just so happened that that was one that they saw. It must've, it must've, this, this, this one in particular is extra ridiculous. We've talked about some ridiculous things here before. That one's extra ridiculous. That is, that is uh, pretty lame. Yeah. Just GTA advanced PC port is a fan developed project porting the game GTA advance 
to the GTA 3 engine. Which is a really cool idea. Ambitious. Um, and now it's dead in the water, presumably. Uh, I hate that. I hate that. I hate it. I hate it. it I hate else. it. Yeah, it's like, fucking stupid. But capitalism breeds innovation. Uh, the Lost and Damned Unlocked for GTA 4 is a mod that all it fucking does is let you swap out Nico Bellic with the the protagonist of the Lost and Damned DLC. That's it. That's all it does. There's some like new new like skins and outfits and shit too. But like it's not like it, none of these things are taking content from other take two properties or like distributing things that that these people don't have rights to or whatever like i i don't understand why companies particularly so like like i get it to a point with japanese companies because there's the language barrier there where they just all they see is this is our intellectual property and it's on this website that we don't own. I don't understand what's going on, but it needs to go away. Whenever it's an it's an American company, and this is English created mods, I don't get it because you can read what the fuck it is. You spend ten fucking seconds looking at the description. You know that this is not really infringing on your intellectual property rights, and there's nothing wrong with it. And yet, still, you want to destroy it so that you have swaths of people who then have a strong distaste for your fucking company myself included like i granted i wasn't gonna buy the gta trilogy thing in the first place because i already owned the original versions of those games and to be honest it didn't look that good i don't like but, grand theft auto i just but, wanted a way to play my game on my switch stop stop, stop ganging up on me <laughs> <laughs> but also, any anybody like, who bought that game is a fucking idiot that's what i'm saying i know but i did have interest in red dead redemption 2 i had a lot of interest in it i still think that it looks like a fantastic game you think i'm gonna pay money for that shit no not in a hundred years because fuck take two and fuck I, everything that they do i think i told you i played that game um and it is an amazingly boring game yeah I'm but <laughs> that's my kind of that. game nathan oh yeah that's like, true yeah yeah no hard agree i like secretly, death stranding <laughs> i'm sort of hoping that because of the uh the lack of success of this that maybe they will go on sale a little more this holiday season i read that too specifically i mean probably but that still doesn't justify anything to me because no, either way they're going to be making a profit because the fucking thing was a was a half-assed slap job that was put together by their mobile team that is also going to inevitably be released on mobile devices after they get all their console sales done. Like just that I, I refuse to be okay with companies doing this sort of bullshit and I'm not going to support them whenever they do it. Yeah. And because of this, literally because of the way that take two has been over the last several years like i am i'm not even going to take a second look at anything that their company puts out well and and this is i've got to add in because uh you know it, it was only a year but i did work at a game studio um not only did i work at a game studio uh one of the guys i worked with 
worked at Rockstar on Red Dead Redemption 2, I think. And the reason he transferred to the studio I worked at was because of how crazy their schedules are. And he was like, yeah, like they want you to work at least 70 hours a week. And if you work under that, they don't, you know, it's, it's not the, Hey, we're going to fire you if you work under 70 hours a week, but you'll hear like teammates or your manager being like, Oh, look at that person going home early. Like it's the passive aggressive way to basically get you to be there and, be a slave for the company. And even though they were doing like 50 to 60 hours a week at the studio I was at, that was a significant step down from what they were making you work at, at rockstar. And also, um, like rockstar, that was their philosophy was you work this much, you work 70 to 80 hours a week. Uh, whereas the management where I worked was like, we know it sucks. Okay. Like we need to get the, there's a date that we have to get the game out by and we feasibly can't do it while giving you guys 40 hours a week. So you're going to have to work Saturdays. We're sorry. Like you knew that they were, no, I I genuinely believe that the people that I worked with knew how shitty it was and tried their best to make it so that they wouldn't have to work that much. Um, and maybe that's night that maybe that's naive on my part. Um, but also because of where we're located, we're a lot, it was a lot more, uh, of kind of a close knit group of people rather than, uh, it being like just management coming in, like the, like the CEOs and stuff. The, we didn't have upper management, like CEOs and stuff like riding us all the time. It was, uh, just like the game director and stuff was was leading the meetings. And he's worked in the game industry for over 25 years. He's been in that position before. So maybe it's naive on my part, but they still at least attempted to try, and there was no berating if somebody had to take a few days off, uh, which I've seen. I saw one of my coworkers slash friends uh, had to take a couple days off, and nobody gave him shit about it because he had to take the time off um, while they were in crunch. So it, it rockstar I and, and take two have a different philosophy than the one that I think should be had in a business world where you should give a shit about your employees. And while we all love video games, we know EA and Activision and, uh, and take two all kind of had this philosophy of, you're going to work 80 hours a week and you're going to like it. Uh, or you're going to go work 80 hours a week somewhere else. Uh, so, sorry, I'll, I'll let you continue. Oro. I was just putting my two cents in there. Oh, no, that, that's, I mean, you pretty much summed it up is that there's, there is an ongoing, uh, there, there's, there's ongoing evidence that everything involved with take two is shit. Um, like, for the most part, I blame Take Two for decisions like this, but also like the, Rockstar themselves has some shit that they need to they need to clean up too. But uh, from my understanding, the trilogy wasn't even put together by Rockstar themselves. It was a different uh, internal team 
the ones who did the original mobile ports. Oh, uh, okay. These games that uh, that then went on to make these remakes, which appear to be kind of half-assed hack jobs. Uh, we're going to go into a ton of detail because I think we need to get the fuck out of here. But uh, just look up fucking screenshots if you if you haven't already, or I'm sure Connor will eventually see some of the terrible textures on the buildings that have been obviously ai upscaled poorly or text that has been transliterated by ai incorrectly and looks like something out of some sort of parody of of a parody or just the rain effect at the beginning uh gta3 has a lot of rain in it and sometimes it's annoying and like i remember it being a rainy game but I kind of can't help but wonder if they turned that up to 11 a little bit. Well, not only that, but if you like go to the uh like the ocean front or whatever, uh I think it's in San Andreas. If you go there and it's raining, uh you can just see that it just clips out. Like you can just <laughs> see where like it's basically just like a big circle around you that's raining. It, right, it's a it's probably a screen effect filter. When when I saw it on um at the beginning scene of GTA 3, I, I saw MVG do a video on it, and it looks like instead of it having rain everywhere, it's like just on the screen. Like, yeah, I'm trying to think. That's how Oblivion did it, and we never, I mean, some people complained about that, but like, damn it, I am playing this on my friend's <laughs> couch in between turns at D&D. I am not, I'm not asking for the best experience and right right i guess i got what i just i just i wish it wasn't 60 dollars. i wish this wasn't a trend it's it's okay everyone wasn't doing this we're not Why we're not games good no more we're not judging you for it um but what we are doing is we are ending this podcast and i want to thank you guys aroa and connor for being here hey, hey. Then don't don't all speak up at once uh we hey. will be back next week and talking about some more more games and tech and all that jazz, what we what we do on this podcast. But oh, thank there's you. There's something uh, important I forgot to mention. They left hot coffee in. Did they? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh good. Yeah, they did. That's that's good. I'm like, happy. They goofed. They goofed real bad. <laughs> anyway, uh, hot, if you don't know, hot coffee is a sex mod, or a sex scene. A sex mini game. Sex mini game in San Andreas. With fully, why? But you're fully clothed, right? Or are you naked? No. Oh, no, you are. Okay. There's, there is, there is four polygon cock. Nice, perfect. Uh, anyway, yeah, thank it, you guys. It made the original release get an AO rating. Good. I want to thank you all for being here. We will be back next week with some more podcast goodness. Thank you and goodbye. Bye. Uh-huh.